This week, we're discussing a dev's move from Xbox to Netflix. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a known video game risk taker. He's played on Stadia, and now he's taking his talents to Netflix. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you? Oh, I haven't played any games on Netflix yet. Yet. I'm yet. Bored. I did see they have a um, Too Hot to Handle game on there the other day, so uh might be coming to an end. Uh Guess what I got today? What'd you get today? Oh, wait, hang on. I, oh, shit. No, well. <laughs> you asked me to guess, and then I immediately did it, and then I immediately wanted to, and before I had the opportunity, it was already over. That's on me. You would have been wrong either way, so. <laughs> okay, you got a controller? I did. Wait. And, like, you, re- you physically received the I controller? I physically received the controller. Okay. All right. Yeah, not as bad as you'd think. Because not, because you just, because that was like last week or two weeks ago that you. Yeah, I think it was just last week. Yeah. Okay. I got you. But, but it actually came today. Yeah, I'm shocked. Nice. It uh, because I think it launched today, so it being the uh, Microsoft or the Xbox Earth Day controller. Oh, it's really nice. And uh, somehow got out to my neck of the woods on launch day, which is good to know in the future because I didn't expect that to happen here because um, things don't like to arrive at my house in a timely manner. Right, right. Amazon Prime comes in six days. So that's fun. Those For those of you who don't know, uh, because you're so used to Amazon Prime, it's a two-day guarantee. It's, but I don't understand how we don't have it, and it's so funny because the next town over, which is it. like a five-minute drive, yeah, we see the Amazon trucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get how it's. I mean, I can understand if it's just like you are just outside of the zone. So we can't guarantee two days, but we can at the very least guarantee three, you know? Right. But like, yeah. Because like, where where are those things shipping from? Right. I can't imagine like the, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying the same thing without actually formulating a real mm-hmm. sentence or thought. So I just don't really get how they're not evenly spaced out everywhere at to this point at this point you know like but i guess it's the same thing as we we see with like internet right like not everybody has you know even the potential or the the you know outside of the fact that like it costs money and stuff like that too but like there's zones of this country that just like do not have good internet and so i guess it does make sense but it's kind of crazy to think about in the year 2023 yeah definitely strange Maybe one day. Once uh, drones can fly me my little things. Yeah. Your little knickknacks. Yeah. 
stuff that I really don't need, but I can get it here in two days. So. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, if anything, maybe it'll be a blessing because I feel like the amount of frivolous spending that I would do because of Amazon is like way up. But I don't know, maybe not. It's it is kind of nice because like where I used to live, I mean, we right before we moved, stuff was coming like next day. Yeah. And now there's a big warehouse in the same county that I used to be in. Mm-hmm. And apparently you can get shit like same day. And now it's at least like I order something and I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to come for, you know, five to seven days. Because I usually am like ordering stuff last second. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, I need this for the weekend. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I definitely can't get it for the weekend. So do I even need it? And I just never end up buying anything. Right. Yeah. We so try to like, a, a, go ahead. Oh, it's just a go. It's a good means of self deterrence, I guess. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like we've definitely got, tried to get into the mindset of like, do I actually need this thing? And like, it does. It do, it does come in handy because like Shelby does like markets and stuff like that. And like, if she needs something for her setup, it's nice to have the dependency of like, you know what? I can order this thing. It'll be here in two days. The market is in four, so like, there's even a buffer, but it'll get here, and I'll have it for the market. Um. But now also like we don't even use like uh, Prime as much because like you can get those like digital credits. If you like if you like say like, oh, you know what, like bring all of these packages in one day uh, and just have it be like Saturday instead of like one showing up Thursday, one showing up Friday, one showing up Saturday or whatever. Um, So we've actually just started doing that. And uh that's how we were able to watch like Rocket Man because that wasn't like on anything. So we use that to our advantage. Yeah, I I don't know that I've used that since I moved because again, I'm just not ordering. I'm not ordering multiple things at once usually. Right. But anyway, good Prime, bad Prime podcast. Yeah. So anyway, you got a controller. Yeah, I got a controller. Okay. <laughs> what did I do with that controller? I played games. What games did I play? Um, Lay it on me. I played nothing new. I played a little bit of Forza. I think we probably played a little bit of Mario Kart this week, though I don't remember. Um, I did jump back into Watch Dogs Legion. Nice. I think I may have threatened last week, but didn't. You did, yep. And I'm playing it on... I forget what the name of the mode is, but it's, like, essentially way harder than it needs to be. Like, you you played that game, right? Yeah, isn't like the hard the hardest mode that like if an oper if a operative dies, they're like actually just permadeath. Yeah, there is permadeath, but you could turn that on in the original mode too. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize that. Apologies. Um, yeah, it's fine. Just you know, read a book sometime. <laughs> um, so that is on, and then like, do you remember the little checkpoints you would drive through? But they wouldn't really do anything unless you already had like wanted level, I'll call it. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, they weren't really an important part of the game. Um, but now they're actually like set up and you can't drive through them. Interesting. So you have to like find a way around. Like not every like there are options. Like usually right before you get to one, there's like an alley you can turn down. Okay. 
and just kind of subvert it, but it's still pretty annoying. Um, and it said fast travel was turned off, but I've been able to use that, so I don't, I don't know what that's about, but um, it's 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 hard. It's a good challenge, so I've I've been enjoying that. Nice. Um, and then I probably already said this, but I've been playing a little bit of Madden because the draft's coming up and I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I keep telling people that they need to let me know if I need to be excited or not when the, when the draft happens. I, I mean, I, I've started enjoying it it was like i think 2019 or something like that um i ended up like at like a brand new brewery that was opening and i had no idea it was just there and i was driving past it mm -hmm. and uh i watched it there and so that's like a fun memory for me and i think like i have a fond memory of things from 2019 because like that's before the whole world went to hell and it just felt like an entirely new or different place. Mm -hmm. So every now and then I like to go back there. So that's why I like the draft. I gotcha. I more so meant as a Colts fan, do I need to be excited for the season post the draft? You'll probably get Hendon Hooker and he'll probably sit behind somebody their first year and the Colts won't develop him and he'll start and be awful. So what you're saying is no. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be all, all that excited. All right, sounds good. Because even if they get somebody good, they're going to ruin them. They're just like the Broncos. Hey, now. It's the Peyton Manning effect. I Yeah, well, I like to say that Andrew Luck put a curse on us uh, on his way out. You should have just, and, I mean, and maybe this is the case, but just have been an Andrew Luck fan. And you know what? He retired, so that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, I was a Peyton Manning fan, which caused me to be a Colts fan, which caused me to be an Andrew Luck fan. Yeah. So, you know, if I if I really, like, stop watching, if I, like, completely cut ties from all football, then I'll come back in, like, three years and say, all right, give me a team. It'll just wherever become a... Archie, wherever Archie Manning is. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll just, uh, maybe I'll just become a... Uh, a Panthers fan. Since yeah. I'm, since I'm going to be in North Carolina. Be right there. Uh, no, probably Good luck not. with that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, well, nice. Um, nice. Sounds like a, a, a fairly relaxing week. And, uh, but uh, I, I love that you, uh, you actually jumped back into Watch Dogs since I know how much you loved that game. It was between that and Breath of the Wild. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I don't know why the Watch Dogs won. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still hoping to play Breath of the Wild. I've been really like jonesing to play a game like that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, hopefully in the coming weeks. Nice. But yeah. So. What did you play? Um, 
so I was uh, I was gone for the weekend. Um, so I didn't get to play a ton. But you didn't tell me. I didn't tell you. No. Dang. Uh, but Usually I did. Usually you tell me. <laughs> I did. Uh, I mean, I played some MLB, obviously. And I've started um, playing more. Uh, or I started playing Jedi Fallen Order, doing like a second playthrough of that, um, ahead of the uh, the new one coming out. So that's really it. Because I think I talked about it last week. I've I completed Cult of the Lamb, um, which phenomenal game. So, but yeah, that's that's really it. Basically, just been playing, grinding MLB. Um, I did finish uh, the game, the Caligula effect, which was like mm-hmm. kind of Persona y. Um, I did platinum that. Uh, and new games were put up today. Today's Tuesday that we're recording this. New games. And so uh, we now know what games are going to be leaving in May. Um, so I'm looking into which ones of which one of those I want to like try and get through there's a lot of them though so i definitely won't be getting through all of them but keep trying to platinum some games and take some easy platinums where i can and take breaks from mlb so i don't completely burn out on it you know the huge have you ever burned out of uh mlb oh definitely definitely it happens yearly it's just, I think last year was actually the the first year that I paced myself the best. Um, so it, it felt like it was more prolonged. Um, but I probably ended around the same time as I normally do in the calendar year. It just, I didn't have such a bad taste in my mouth when I stopped playing. It was just like, oh, gotcha. the MLB season's over. You know, I did the postseason stuff and it's just like, all right. It's it's November now. I don't need to play any more baseball. And then like March comes around and I'm itching for it again. Um but yeah, I don't know. There's so many years where like I just like play it nonstop and yeah, like by like July, I've just like done everything that I could in like Diamond Dynasty and I'm just like I don't really know what to do, but I just like keep playing it because like it's just what I feel like I'm supposed to do. So I've done a really good job of balancing and and I think honestly like these games leaving PS Plus and like this whole like mini challenge that I'm doing is like really helping to like keep it fresh. It's actually making it hard to like complete some of these games because I'm like I just I still have to give time to MLB but yeah. So you prompted me to look at what games are leaving Game Pass soon. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of them is Bug Snacks. Talking about Bug Snacks? Yeah, talking about Bug Snacks. Kind of bug and kind of snack. Try to catch it in your trap. I guess I can finally delete that game now. Boom, roasted. Mm. Not that it was a bad game, but I just like really on the side of the bugs. Like if I could play a bug and kill these furry <laughs> motherfuckers, then great. <laughs> unfortunately not the case so not my game fair play fair play um god Bugsnack is such a good game gotta play that again play the play the DLC big, quick, the island of big snacks no I have it on PlayStation you fool 
Um, speaking of PlayStation, to kind of like do a little aside, I actually just saw this before we started recording. Um, not that we have to spend a ton of time on it, but it's just rather crazy. Um, mostly because I just like don't really, I can't wrap my head around it or really truly understand it. Um, Benji Sales, great follow on Twitter if you haven't already. He posted Europe data for, um, looks like March and Q1. Uh, PS5 sales were up 400% in March. Wow. And Q1 hardware sales for PS5 were up 369%. Nice. Um, that's insane. That's it, but that's insane. It's funny. We, uh, the places that we see PS5s now, when we were walking, um, in like a, a, a city near us, <clears throat> and like not the most affluent city, I think it's economically speaking considered an impoverished city. Mm-hmm. And there's like a rent to own place downtown. And in the front window, they had a PS5 box. And even better than that, a PS4 Pro box. And I'm like, one, how do they actually have these? (laughs) Two, do they actually have these or do they just have the box? And three, how much is it costing people per month to rent to own a PS5? Yeah. And then my other thought was, well, it's good to see that rent-to-own places are finally getting PS5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, I think that kind of helps to even show how, like, how much more readily available they are. Right? Like, because that was the, the biggest issue. is like, it was impossible to get your hands on them. It's just like, that is completely gone in, like, that, you know, complete opposite direction now, which is just crazy. Um, crazy that it took this long right but like uh it's kind of the thing that i think a lot of people point towards um in in this like you know console race or whatever uh which is that like xbox i think is still having issues getting like inventory out there because i think we just talked about that right like outside of series s's like finding series x's i don't know if i've seen one in person yet yeah, I have not seen a Series X in person, but yeah, wow. Series S is. I mean, we had a friend of the show, uh, London, send us a message mm-hmm. because they Dell had them on sale for two hundred bucks, which mm-hmm. tempting, being honest. So just crazy to see, just absolutely crazy yeah. to see. And you would think that you know it's kind of something that um, I think we've brought up not too long ago, but you would think that like PlayStation would be ramping up for a big showcase to like capitalize on this because I think, I think it was Benji sales who also pointed out that they don't really have any other like big first party games um, coming out. Like we know, or we're assuming Spider-Man supposed to come out this year. Right. Like I think it does have a 2023 release date. Um, But I want to say outside of that, like, there's really nothing. So now would be the time to actually like show what's coming, when it's coming, stuff like that. Get people really riled up. Um, PlayStation's got no games. 
PlayStation's got no games, but you never hear that narrative. Um, they did just have that showcase uh, state of play or whatever for for Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, tell me about it. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing either, to be totally honest, um, just because like I personally didn't need a deep dive into the game. But I did watch about like the first it was like 20 minutes. I think I watched maybe like the first five to 10 somewhere in that range. Uh, just to get an idea of it. It's really cool to see what they're doing to keep a franchise that is getting its 16th installment um, to keep it like fresh. It's the first time it's going to have like a completely live action um, like uh, battle system. Um, uh, you know, whereas it's you know always been like turn based or like even like turn based light in certain in certain ways, I guess, um, is like the best way to describe it. I don't really know like all the right yeah terminology but it's also just crazy to think that like um you know i'm playing through i'm trying to play through all of them you don't have to obviously but like as just like a little like gamer uh a personal achievement i'm like yeah yeah i should play through them all um and i think i'm on the sixth one and these are all still like the pixel art like you know uh like every like early pokemon game and it's just crazy to see that like I'm only 10 in someone's way. I want to say seven and eight are also just like pixel, like sprites and stuff like that. And, you know, just 10 installments away is this like completely different, like 3d gorgeous, uh, fast paced game. And it's just kind of crazy to think about. Um, visually it all looks really good. Uh, but other than that, I, I, I think I said to you, like, it looks so amazing. And you were like, Maybe maybe this will be the one that finally gets me to play Final Fantasy, and I was just like, mm, nah, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does uh, visually, like strictly visually speaking, it does look absolutely stunning. I'm sure, you know, fifty years down the road, when I'm more or less dead, You'll people will be play like, Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I'll play Final Fantasy <laughs> when I'm rolling my grave. Somebody's going to probably ask me if I ever played Final Fantasy and I'll be like, nope, I never did. And like Final Fantasy will be running for president and whatever. They'll ask you if you've ever played and you'll say no and they'll they'll slowly put the pillow over your face. Mm-hmm. It's time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, really impressive. But like I said, you know, I, I'm, I enjoy the showcases where it's like, 45 minutes and like the first 30 minutes are dedicated to everything else going on and then like it's a 15 minute deep dive into a game all about that because like i get more out of it but like you know to anybody who's not a final fantasy fan there's no reason to watch that state of play uh really so um mixing it into like another show like a yeah like showcase or whatever I feel like it's a good way to like get people who may not be a fan of it to be like, Oh, interesting. And then like do the deep dive, which they had done previously. But, um, when it just strictly stands on its own, I don't know how somebody who's never played a final fantasy game and maybe has like seen stuff about them is just been like, ah, doesn't really interest me. Is going to be like, Oh, but I'll watch this 20 minute video about the new one. Yeah. So, tell you now, I wouldn't exactly. So, 
Um, and again, I, I enjoy Final Fantasy and I only, again, watched like the first five minutes and it was just like, all right, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. The main thing we want to talk about today is this, this, uh, Xbox to Netflix pipeline. So I want to make sure I have the name and everything. Staten, Staten, Joseph, Joseph Staten. Staten. Yes. Joseph Stalin. Joseph Staten, not Stalin, no, uh, is joining Netflix. He was previously of <coughs> Bungie uh, before um, Xbox uh, even bought them. And then he was, um, I guess, most recently head of creative on Halo Infinite at 343. Uh, so he stuck with Halo. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of been passed around the the gaming sphere that uh, he would be joining Netflix and their gaming division. And uh, apparently Netflix is looking to get into like the, or more so into the AAA uh, game uh, scene. They did make that like, Peaky Blinders game. I don't know if there's something else that I'm probably forgetting. Um, so I, I mean, you can kind of tell that they're like getting or trying to go that route. Um, but this is definitely like kind of interesting to see like a, a serious person in gaming, you know, go to Netflix. What Peaky Blinders game did they make? I want to say it's like a. I want to say it was a VR game. Really? That I would assume Netflix had their hands on because Peaky Blinders is a Netflix original IP, is it not? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, I, listen here. Well, this, uh, yeah, I think it was originally BBC and then became Netflix. Uh, I mean, I guess that does make sense. A lot of a lot of like British television. Yeah, here's. Yeah, I mean, I see a game on Target called Peaky Blinders Mastermind. That's a board game, isn't it? Uh, unless, say, you can put a board game on top of an Xbox Series X, I'm going to say it's a video game. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, the one I'm talking about is The King's Ransom, which is coming to VR, or I think is already there. But it's like on mm. the MetaQuest. I don't think it's on I don't think it's on um, PSVR. I could gotcha. I don't know much. All right. So do they have, I mean, other than like, obviously the IP, do they have any like development saying that? Or am I just digging too deep into this? Honestly, now that you pointed out that uh, Peaky Blinders was probably a BBC, I'm not 100% sure that they would have. I'm only poking holes because... Like I'm trying to think, they they really haven't had a triple A game out yet, have they? No, I don't think so. So I'll, I'll be really interested to see what this is. Like we know, Netflix Games has all the mobile games um, that you can play through the Netflix app. Uh, have you ever have you ever played any of those? 
I mean, we did talk about it, and like, so no, sh- short answer. Um, yeah. But like, Moonlighter, which was a game that I played on console, I saw was on Netflix games. Oh yeah, look yeah, at this. Too hot to handle. Love is a game. Mix and mingle with sexy singles competing for your affection in this game based on the hit series. Will you go for love or give in to temptation? Ooh. Why not both? <laughs> Get a little both. Immortality is on here. Yeah, so like they have like they've brought other games Zero. onto it. Solitaire, you know? A fan fave. But yeah, no, to your point, I don't think they have like an actual legitimate uh AAA. It seems like a lot of like indies or um they have twelve minutes. Um or like uh uh match three types, you know, like typical like mobile games. I I would love to see like some of the statistics on these. Like the player statistics, like are, are people actually playing these things? Are they oh. like opening Netflix on their phone and say, "Yeah, this is what I'm going to do with my time." I feel like it, the the numbers behind it has to be dog shit right now. Because like, why would you? I don't know. So I I never use Netflix on my phone. Right. I actually like just installed it this week. I think. Um. And I, I went on there. I was like, oh shit, there's games on here. I forgot. And uh, so we we watch it on like our Google TV like streaming stick. And mm-hmm. like there's nothing about games there. And you think there would be because like you can connect a controller to it. Um, I, there's just no mention or at least advertise it. So I remember it's there. But, you know, the games that we saw on here, I'm just probably going to play on my phone because most of them are there. Right. Well, and the other weird thing is with how it works is that like you go into the game on the app and then it tells you to go to the app store where you actually then download it. But I don't think you can get it. I don't think you can just like search for it in the app store. Oh, right. No, you can. You You can. It just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, so you go into Netflix, you click on the app, and it takes you to, like, the App Store. Yeah. To actually download it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, All right. But, like, so that means anybody has access to it, even if they don't have Netflix, right? I, I'm i assuming there's some sort of API that logs you in to validate that you have Netflix. Maybe. I don't know. Regardless, though, like it has to, they have that, like the numbers just, there's no way. Yeah. I just, it's just such an interesting platform to me. And I know they said it's going to be, um, sorry. I want to use their exact verbiage. They just say multi platform. Yeah, they just say multi platform. Yeah, so like I think that's safe to say, like, okay, probably PlayStation, probably Xbox. I would imagine they'd have to put it on Netflix one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You'd think. Or would they? <laughs> um the way you know, I, I and I don't Go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I don't really know that they need to. 
they they don't. And so this is how I'm actually thinking about it. Um, they started like having these games and stuff like that. So it like feels like this is the route. But I think really what is going to start happening is it's like how PlayStation now has like PlayStation Studios, the TV movie side of things. Mm-hmm. And so like they don't just bring like I couldn't just because I had a PS5 didn't mean I got I got to watch The Last of Us. No, I still needed to pay for an HBO subscription um, right. and stuff like that. And so I feel like what this means is that it's it, and how PlayStation Studios for movies and TV is like using the IPs that are PlayStation IPs. That's what I see happening here is that like it's going to be Netflix games. It's going to be Netflix game studios or whatever. And it's going to be the ability to use the Netflix original IPs and create, you know, games um, around those IPs. And then those games mm-hmm. will then go out to the market of like Steam, uh, uh, PlayStation, Xbox. Will there be like a, a discount that you get by being a Netflix subscriber? Maybe. Probably not, but you know, like maybe they tie it in somehow like that. But yeah, I I can't I can't imagine it would actually just be given for for like free through just being a subscriber, and like you would then have to like play it through Netflix unless they try to get into the whole like streaming like uh sort of thing where it's like you know you're able to play it on whatever smart stick or smart tv or whatever all you need to do is also have a controller that's like compatible and like set mm. it up blah 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 and all that but unless we they get into much that know they're doing yeah. yeah they said they're gonna do that so i mean like if and when that or yeah i guess when that happens and it's like fleshed out enough for like bigger games then yeah but i think yeah this is definitely like for uh, an ozark game to be made and brought to um uh, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, stuff like that. That's hilarious. That is the first IP I thought of too. Well, yeah. How are you not going to think of Marty Bird and the Bird family? Yeah. And the Ozarks. <laughs> I I would play it as long as it's not like. It's funny because that was the first IP that I thought of, but then I immediately had like the image of like. PS2 and PS3 era, era like movie games where they're mm-hmm. trying to like essentially just port the movie into a game. And like, it's cars for the DS. And... Right. Yeah. No, thank you then. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they do it and what they decide to do and yeah, to like what capacity they, they truly go for. But I, I mean, I think it. I think it makes a lot of sense, really. You know, they have a lot of IP to work with at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for you know, just just to go off of like what the public is saying, to not even mix in my own personal thoughts, Netflix has not uh, had a very favorable viewpoint um, of late. So this is a potential. Uh, for them to try and get something going for them. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm interested. And I, I think like the fact that they're trying to bring on somebody and hopefully, hopefully Staten actually believes in this. And it's not simply because he can make a boatload of money while doing nothing because it's going to fail. Hopefully he actually believes in it because there's actually something here. And uh, yeah, hopefully we actually start to see, some interesting usage of Netflix IP. 
it's funny. Like I saw this come out, and I, I am I generally root against Netflix, right? Um, not because I really have any valid reason to. Like it's because Ozark's think... over. Yeah, <laughs> and I I don't really care about the password sharing thing. Like they should have gotten rid of it years ago. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not even mad about that. That being said, like I'm probably not going to pay for it now. Right. Because it made sense when I was splitting it with a bunch of people, but I don't need it enough to like warrant that. But like, anyway, my first thought was like, oh, great, whatever. This will be like Amazon Game Studios. But like Amazon Game Studios is actually kind of starting to put stuff out now that they're not focused on like only shipping on Luna or PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll root for it. Um, you know, it seems like as long as he can build a team of good experience, like this kind of reminds me of the Jade Raymond situation where like, he can't just say, oh yeah, this is going to be like a perfect situation because of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix really needs to commit to it too. Cause I'm sure that Staten is, is committed. Right. It's just what resources is he going to have? Right. I mean, it is crazy because like. You look at this, um, so we both have a VGC article uh, specifically like talking about this, and and in this article it says that they're releasing forty games in twenty twenty three. Yeah, that was a shocking number. Right, and they're going to be up to ninety five then by the end of the year, and you know that's where I kind of like teeter on this whole like you know how serious is all this because you know that if you're pushing out forty games in a single year they're all going to be like the most basic of just, you know, mobile games, right. That are just, just carbon copies. Like the too hot to handle game is, is just a carbon copy of all of those, like, uh, whatever those crappy ads you get when, when you're like playing some free game where it's like the, the, like, like play these stories and it's always like, some dude fucking somebody while somebody walks in and then you you're like how is this on the app store Um, and then there's zombies out of nowhere yeah exactly and it just like goes like completely out of yeah so you're like you know it's just like an exact copy of like other like there's been nine other games before it you know plenty of stuff to work off of and then that's that's where these games come in so that's how i feel like all these other games are going to be but you know yeah like you said like i'll i'll you know, kind of root for it, uh, to, to try and, um, hopefully put out like actual, like big budget games, right. That, that, uh, go to like the, the main consoles and aren't just, I guess everything that's created is just a copy of something already created to some degree, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not just like this, like basic of basics. Um, you know, it, it would be nice if they released again, like Ozark, or I'm trying to think of another Netflix IP. Um, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror. That's a good one. Yeah, even if they did like you know, like choose your own adventure type things, you know, it's they could easily make make stories like that. Think about how amazing those Walking Dead games are. Even though there was a Walking Dead TV show, uh, and and the story like had nothing to do with uh, that show specifically, right? Like same universe or like idea but like completely different storylines that you're following like even if they did stuff like that right like 
I mean, they did that with Black Mirror. They did it with no, Baker's exactly. Catch. Yeah, exactly. It's when they said they wanted to get into the gaming space. You know, I was like, okay, well, maybe they'll acquire Telltale and right. I think we did kick make, that around. Yeah, and they'll make um, like um, I don't, PlayStation tried to do it too uh, with the PS4 era, where like you just had to download an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. There's a game called like Hidden Agenda. Yep, and like, yeah, like that would that would be great for. Netflix, because I mean, you could. I mean, uh, again, pretty much everyone has a phone, and it's a good like party trick. You know, you have people over, and mm-hmm. you just download the app, and and there you go. Like, and you still get like the IPs. Like again, you could do a um, an Ozark game out of that pretty easily. Yeah, or think about like if they made like a Stranger Things game, right? And like to try and do something like completely original. And like you have to go around like the town and and, uh, you know, uh, you're like 11 or, or maybe you're like a completely new kid and you have to like climb up radio towers to expand the map. And then you can like dive off into like, you know, leaves or something, just something like mm-hmm. completely original that doesn't copy anything that's already been created. Right. Like they, they have right. tons of potential. Here. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's crazy. They do have like so so much to like work with and like a lot of these things are technically um you know a lot of a lot of the uh you know netflix originals will say that they do obviously are uh like the witcher for example right that's a netflix original but that's not a netflix original ip but they do have again a, a pretty lengthy list of original ips that they could make games around um that would be very interesting Oh my god, I know what it's going to be. Go ahead. And it would need to be multi-platform so you get enough players. It's going to be Squid Game. There you go. Online Squid Game. But that's off of a book. Okay. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure it's going to be that 90s show. <laughs> Well, no one Ashton Kutcher is investing in Netflix uh, or the CEO of Netflix. <laughs> uh, Speaking of tinfoil hat. Go ahead. I have a philosophy because this sounds very familiar to me. Go ahead. Remember when Mike Ybarra went to Blizzard from Microsoft? You think Microsoft is going to buy Netflix? Yes. Wow. Like all of Netflix or specifically the games division? All of Netflix. Be pretty crazy. Yep. Included in your Game Pass uh, subscription? There you go. And then you keep a Netflix user out of me. No, but (laughs) in all seriousness, you know, we've, we've seen things like this before where somebody leaves a company that was there for incredibly long time and you know you have that connection now mm-hmm. so you know you, you start getting into the game pass conversation with this like netflix comes out with this game and they partner with xbox and now it's on game pass and mm-hmm. I, I think it would be an interesting relationship you know given xbox trying to kind of get more notable ip and uh 
Netflix, obviously trying to get into the gaming space. And then, you know, there's that. And then there's the connection with um, the Gears of War uh, yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, movie. Movie. Yeah, that's a yeah, there's already a, a relationship there. Uh, I yeah. I see what you're saying. The the pipeline to to you know game to movie or a show that premieres on Netflix and Netflix IP that then becomes a game. I could see it. All right, yeah. I could see it. And if if this is the way, I mean, you see the success of this is the, the Last of Us. Well, this, this is the way. way. <laughs> <laughs> you you see the direction of the Last of Us, and uh-huh. like I don't really see Microsoft coming out with a movies division. I feel like they tried that like ten years ago, but. You know, just having a partnership to share the IPs, mm-hmm. I think would be would be interesting. Be very interesting. A joint venture, some might call it. A Spike Lee joint. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I like you said, I'm rooting for it, you know. Uh I'll never say no to more video games. Right. You know, because if they're Especially dog shit, more I'll good just, stories. Just ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think there's good potential here. So it's just a matter of making sure they don't fumble the bag. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes for them. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on uh, Netflix and and their games? No. I guess. What is the one IP you can't say Ozark? What's the one IP you'd want to see them? turn into a game of some sort and what type of game would it be what was the parameter on that you can't be ozark you can't say ozark, can't be ozark. well then it's a good game okay and what kind of game is it like a battle royale <laughs> like it's literally just yeah i know it was too easy you can't say squid game either be fun <sighs> Jesus right, me, I, have to, I have to pull up netflix and see what is ip okay um Love is Blind and what kind of game would it be? I guess it would just kind of be like a story-based, like a telltale. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Honestly, I am realizing how far I've fallen from Netflix. I don't even know any of their IPs. Like, obviously, if they could do something with Black Mirror, that would be... Yeah, like, there's a good connection there. Yeah, yep. I think think they should make... um, I'm gonna gonna go... You're gonna think I'm joking, but I'm gonna go back to what I said. That 90s show. um, And it's a survival horror... Uh, because they're all having a really bad trip. Okay, yeah. yeah I can see that. <laughs> it basically just become... Um, what was that? Rick and Morty game everyone was so fired up about this past year. High on Life? High on Life, yeah. There you go. Just go play that. Shelby, Shelby brought up a good point. Um, like, what if they made, like, a... a um, Benoit LeBlanc game is that his name yeah. from uh knives out now that they like own the rights basically to knives out that'd be fun and then they could just call it like 
Hercule Poirot or no. all those games. <laughs> but yes, basically, yeah, like a Sherlock Holmes, but it's just Ben yeah. LeBlanc. Yeah, exactly. Like there's potential there. Um, that would become Justine's favorite game series. It would just be, it's just, you know, that, the thing that's interesting is like how that's going to work, right? Like where it's like something's based off of a book or based off of a pre-existing TV show, like certainly having the rights to make a continuation of a story or something. Cause that's a lot of what Netflix has done. They've kind of just like revived old IPs and stuff like that. Like, I wonder how it'll work if they can do, if they, if, if they'll be able to like do stuff with that. I don't know. Cause then so they really of, have like, then they really have a huge library to work with. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I hope they don't, I hope they don't, like you said, fumble the bag because the creativity is there. Let's just see if the execution is. I just hope they make a turn-based game. Ooh. For based the Umbrella the Academy. Oh. Based off of Arcane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope they I hope they do something with this Dota series that they've made. <laughs> Cyberpunk would be cool. A Castlevania game would be pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, you know the Cuphead show? What if they made like a game based on like that? <laughs> Call it like Cuphead or something. Yeah. Our yeah, cup that's, that's our cuphead showed the game. That would yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah. Nah. It can't be as succinct as just cuphead. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, so Do you know that was based off a book? Cuphead? Yeah. No fucking shit. No, like I don't believe you. <laughs> well, I don't believe you that whatever I said earlier is based off a book. I really hope we get like, uh, like uh, games based off of stand-up specials, like Chris Rock, and you play as Will Smith in the crowd. Yeah, or like Fred- and you just have to mash A the entire <laughs> time, and if you like, if the bar fills because you're not mashing A enough, you walk up and slap him in the mouth. Yeah, and then you or lose. or what is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> Fred Armisen's like drumming for comedians or whatever, and you just play the drums. It's just a rhythm game. <laughs> All right, this bit's gone on long enough. That does it. Or Theo Vaughn, <laughs> and you just play a game where you're not funny. Yep, yep. There'd be a lot of those, unfortunately. They could bring back. Um... Dave Chappelle again? Yeah, I don't know. Dave Chappelle, yeah. <laughs> and you just have to like tell the right combinations of jokes to not get canceled. Yeah, which would be impossible because, uh, your like third, your third closing like line is always some uh, transphobic thing because he just can't help himself. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I was gonna say they could bring back uh, Dane Cook, and no, the, no, no, the bit's the game over. Comes with no. a microphone, no, and you just scream the no. whole time, and people laugh for some reason. No, only middle schoolers. <laughs> it's the same reason why Speed has a uh, has a fan base. That's a Twitch streamer. 
Oh, not a drug. Oh, okay. Well, it is also. Um, anyway. Yeah. No, no Dane Cook. This podcast is over. I'm Can sick. we make a pact to never say that name ever again? Like, that'll be our Voldemort. Sure, yeah. Very good. Easy. Done. Hadn't, hadn't thought about the man in years. Don't even know who we're talking about. Cool. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening. That's all we got this week. Rather short episode. I'm, Tell people to make news. Yeah, yeah, please. If you have any friends in the game industry, tell them to like shake it up, make waves. Um, yeah, hopefully we get a showcase or something from from anybody. I mean, we're getting Starfield we're getting at close. thirty FPS. Yeah, Starfield at thirty FPS. So we can see the internet meltdown of that too. Oh God, mm-hmm. there uh, we are. That should happen, I guess relatively soon may maybe because when's it supposed to release was it july i can't can't remember remember. what they what they fixed it on i don't know i don't know regardless yeah i really hope we get like something something there else we're gonna have to come up with like think pieces of why sony should make another vita Uh, we can also maybe do some, maybe, maybe while we're in this little, maybe we can try and get together and do some more journey into games, hear from other people and not have to talk so much. That'd be great. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. But we're heading, we're getting close to the summer. So, you know, we're going to get summer games fest before long, not, not before too long. And then that takes up like half of our year. So looking forward to it. Uh, all right. Thank you all so much for listening. And be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. Just as always, a reminder, we do have a YouTube channel, so you can have an easy place to leave a comment, especially if you're not active on Twitter. But if you are active on Twitter, you can follow us at GGBG Podcast over there. Um, And yeah, best thing you can do is share this podcast. And I guess to focus in on, uh, you know, particular demographic mike who should they share it with this week uh you caught me at a bad moment oh. um mm, mm, mm. share it with somebody that you share netflix login with oh that's a good one that's what i'm here for very topical very topical all right do that and we'll talk to you next week